Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Wednesday, April 7th. U.S. equity futures are essentially flat across the board. So you have the S&P futures are up about two points. NASDAQ futures are up about seven points. Dow futures are up about 11 points. That's essentially unchanged for U.S. equity futures. The major European indices are also about flat across the board. You are seeing outperformance in travel leisure stocks are trading very well, along with banks, insurers, real estate. You are seeing underperformance in Europe in tech and healthcare. Asia was a little bit more mixed. You had strength in Japan, weakness in Hong Kong and mainland China. So, you know, again, not much to talk about this morning. We're kind of in a holding pattern ahead of the um, kickoff to earnings next week, as well as as investors kind of watch um, how the Build Back Better plan progresses through Congress. Um, otherwise, there's just not a ton of news hitting at the moment. So the narratives around all the big topics and themes are relatively unchanged, COVID, fiscal policy, Fed policy, et cetera. A um, couple of items to note. So as we watch how the Build Back Better plan kind of works its way through Congress, I think investors realize that this will be passed on a completely partisan basis. So there won't be any Republican support, which means Democrats are working to quash all the dissent that's occurring within their own ranks. So you had a, a Democratic member of the House pass away yesterday. So that cuts Pelosi's um, majority even further. So she can now only afford to lose two Democrats on any given bill, assuming full GOP opposition. So the House majority is extremely thin, about as, about as thin as you can get. And the Senate majority is as thin as it can get as well. So that just points to the difficulty that um, they will face in, in passing the controversial and complex elements of Build Back Better. So remember, you already had Manchin on the tape over the last several days talking about how he doesn't want to see the corporate go above 25%. He claims that there are a lot more Democrats that feel similar to him on that matter. Um, you have a lot of the Democrats in the House agitating to have the full SALT deduction get reinstated. So there are a lot of discrepancies within the Democratic Party that need to be ironed out before this can move forward. Um, so that's just what investors are watching at the moment. And again, I think given how we are still very early in the game in terms of that um, getting back to Biden's desk, you aren't seeing markets react enormously. There definitely is not a lot of tax concern in the market right now. Um, and that's just because I think his stocks are reading the tea leaves and just how complex and controversial this matter will be going forward. On the earnings front, um, you know, nothing too dramatic to note other than, you know, you had Samsung release their preliminary Q1 numbers. The figures were decent above the street. Um, that stock sold off slightly in Korea. Uh, also, I think if you go back to yesterday with AMAT and their analyst meeting providing guidance, um, you know, that stock saw some selling pressure too. I think both of those, um, both of those reactions just point to the extremely elevated expectations for certain pockets of the market as we go into the earnings season, especially elements of tech. Um, so that's just something to keep in mind. Remember, earnings kick off next Wednesday, starting with um, the banks. Otherwise, for this morning, you wouldn't really have a ton of economic data. Um, nothing too dramatic on the central bank front. 
The Royal Bank of India issued a decision. Rates were kept unchanged as expected. They are formally adopting a modest quantitative easing plan. They had been purchasing bonds, so it's not unprecedented for them to be buying bonds, but they're actually formalizing it. So that's you know um, certainly taking a step consistent with other central banks. Um, otherwise, like I said, uh, you know, pretty slow, uh, relatively uneventful morning. Um, a bunch of a uh, couple of other micro items to note, including some M and A. Um, I have everything listed in the piece today. Just quickly for the calendar, you have today the FOMC minutes at two o'clock will probably be the most interesting. You know, I think investors will be reading very closely to see the extent to which there are, um, you know, there are there is any mild pushback to the current Fed messaging about how they're not even considering any type of a tapering decision or any type of tightening bias um, given the strength in the economic data. So I think that will be read very closely at two o'clock. Um, you have a bunch of other Fed speakers as well. Uh, you have a couple of earnings reports, including Carnival um, this morning before the open. No major earnings reports after the close. And that's essentially it for today. So again, the rest of this week, it's looking very quiet um, You know, before we get into the heart of Q1 earnings, which uh, kicks off next week. So that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.